ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. I'm not shy about my adoration for saltiness. I like the salt. It's like a little tease to your tongue. There's not one bit of it that's not, wow, that is just unbelievable. It's salty perfection. It is so amazing. It will lay you down. This is like bursting bubbles of salty goodness. Salty, crispy, yummy. This is what makes this dish perfect. I'm telling you, if you're down with the pig, it is like the pinnacle of flavor. It's awesome. So if I had to think about one dish that really uses salt as a forefront flavor, it has to be Michael Chiarello's bacon and egg pork belly confit at his restaurant Bottega in Yountville, California. It's fantastic. It's one of those things I've tasted recently, I'm like, this is great cooking. And I think my next cookbook is his cookbook with my picture on the cover of it. It's eggs, it's peppers, it's got this delicious piece of salty pork belly on the side of it. There's not one bit of it that's not, wow, that is just unbelievable. Well, if Tyler loves it, I mean, I'm just shooting for his sweet spot. He's a southern boy, so you take bacon and an egg and a little bit of extra fat all together, boy, that's right in his wheelhouse. It's a fantastic dish. It has all the salty goodness you can imagine. We call it bacon and egg. And he's going to take those flavors and really turn it on its ear, but take you back to the same place. We start off with a little pork belly. It's what we make bacon from. It's not just bacon. It's a big piece of bacon. We just have a little salt, sugar, and spice. This gets about four hours of curing. Just to the point where it's salty enough just to be like, my God, that is so perfectly balanced. Then it comes out of the salt, and we put it right into a pan of olive oil and braises it for about 10 hours. Until it's really, really tender. And then we cut it into a perfect little cube. That cube gets seared until it's nice and crispy. A little bit of powdered sugar put on top. Make a little brulee of pork belly. It's going to go right into the broiler. And then they serve that alongside sunny California peppers. Some gray salt. And they're just cooked and stewed. And then on top of that is this gorgeous take on an egg. I'm going to show you one of the best eggs ever. Which is slow poached, the shells removed, it's bread and panko. It's deep fried, so it gets crispy on the outside. How good does that sound? Finish it off with a little bit of English flake salt right on top of that. So this dish, it, it's so well flavored. It's crispy, it's salty, it's sweet. It's got all these wonderful aromas going on. And then the gorgeous egg you cut right in the middle and the yolk just goes so delicious. And that stuff's great, but it's just a vehicle to get this gorgeous, glorious piece of pork belly confit. It's salty perfection. Just blends the two together. It's genius. Kudos, Chiarello. To imagine food without salt, even to wrap my brain around that, is to imagine the tragic ending to every movie I've ever seen all squashed into a one-minute reel. We have salt, and then we have ingredients that bring salty to the forefront. And one of the places that that's most pronounced for me is in a really good, classically tossed, lovingly created Caesar salad. And the best Caesar salad I've ever had is at Pietro's in New York City, without question. You can get a Caesar salad anywhere. You can get it in an airport, you can get it on an airplane. I think you even get a Caesar salad free with a tank of gas in some states. This was my favorite. Do you like the other specials? No, I don't even no. need a menu, Carlo, do I? No, I know what you like. This is the best salad. We consistently make it the same way since 1932. We don't pre-mix anything. Everything is done at the time you order. Then the magic starts. Because he comes out and he goes to his little service station. 
He has a bowl with chopped garlic, little chopped anchovy. The anchovy gives it a unique flavor because of the salty. He adds a little bit of dry mustard. Coleman's powdered mustard. It's a spicy mustard. I wouldn't substitute it for anything else. This is the great mustard. Red wine vinegar. Worcestershire sauce. Olive oil, just enough. And only he knows. Add your romaine, and you mix everything together. They toss it so much. It's like the sound of a dinner bell ringing. You hear it? You wait, you wait. They toss more. You think they're done. They're not done. You take two tablespoons of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. This guy was like a maestro, and his salt violin was made out of Parmesan cheese. That Parmesan cheese is like sprinkling just salt love all over this. And it's just all these layers of salt, really. It's about cheese, it's about anchovies, it's about a pinch of salt, it's about a little Worcestershire. You can't see these things, but you can just feel them. It just tastes so salty and delicious. It's like food pampering. <sighs> I'm not shy about my adoration for, for saltiness, although I don't just eat it straight out of the bag. I like the salt. If you tell me that I could only have salt once from now to the end of time, I would drive up to Dillard, Georgia and go to the Dillard house, and I would have the country ham, which is about as salty as salty gets and, and still good. I remember having this, and it never had something so intensely salty, but I, I couldn't stop eating it. Country hams are preserved by salt alone. We bring them in and age them at least 20 more days. And then generally hung to dry. We like to have the heat in this room about 80 degrees. We take it from there and take extra care how we prepare it. We use bacon grease. Then we're going to add about a cup of coffee and a little bit of brown sugar. They've stuck more to tradition. Great-grandmother did it from 1917 all the way through. She passed away in the 70s, so and we carried it on from there. And they've stuck to the tradition of, of their service, you know, sitting at uh, big family-style tables, which I love. That That's kind of a lost style of hospitality, I think, in the United States. We all want our own tables. We don't want to eat with strangers. I like to eat with strangers. And they just bring food, uh, which is nice. It removes from you the responsibility of ordering. It's like eating in somebody's house. Here's what's for dinner. Wow. When you're chewing uh, this ham, the salt is there, it's right up front, and then it kind of melds into a lot of other flavors. So it's, it's the star on the Christmas tree, but it's not the whole Megillah. You have to learn how to see through the salt. And then it kind of melds into a lot of other flavors. Butter comes out, and then a nuttiness comes out, and then you start getting spices. I could swear there's pineapple there. And then a deeper sweetness, a very kind of almost primal sweetness that comes out of the end that makes you very glad you're a carnivore. So fruity, nutty, buttery, meaty, and heck yes, salty. The ham looked fantastic, but you have to add salt to that. I want to talk about something that's naturally salty. It's all about caviar. And when I think about caviar, it has to be the caviar sampler at Tsar Nikolai in the Ferry Building, San Francisco. This is like bursting bubbles of salty goodness. Caviar is like you're celebrating the good things in life. I first discovered Sar Nikolai's caviar while I was shooting my show, Chefs vs. City. I had some other caviar, and the experience was so memorable for me that I had to rush back after we finished filming and have more. Once you belly up to this wonderful caviar bar, it's on. This is what I'm looking for, the Tsar Nikolai sampler, an assortment of all their best caviars. You might go in there and you might just buy one caviar, but you would be depriving yourself robbing yourself, and then you might fall in love with a caviar you never knew existed. Now we're ready for the uh, salty goodness. 
My sampler features five different grades of caviar. What makes Sar Nikolai's place very unusual is that they actually use local California sturgeon. That's farm raised by the company. You're going to see a lot of different colors and sizes of actual caviar. As the fish gets older, the eggs tend to get bigger as well. Mother of pearl spoon, you do not want to use metal with caviar. It's going to oxidize and change the flavor. The real excitement is being able to have some distinctions between the caviar. Start right up here at the top with the golden reserve. This is what they must be talking about when they say the gold rush. All that caviar starts exploding in your mouth like pop rocks. It's the essence of the ocean, it's briny, it's salty. It's all those beautiful things that you expect caviar to be. A little bit goes a long way. One little morsel resonates in your palate. This one doesn't have like tons of salt. Go on to the next one. It's sort of like the symphony of flavors and textures. It's like very citrusy to me. It's straight up decadence. And if there's any other time that you want to flick your pinky up while you're eating something, it's when you eat caviar. Caviar, the perfect sparkling beverage, doesn't get better than this. I mean, just like this. Let's do this every Wednesday. <laughs>
Everything on the plate is salty or salted, but there are different kinds of saltiness going on, and it's surprising. Here's a bit of oil just to speed up the eggs. First of all, the, the egg is fried in olive oil, not butter. So it gets a, a crunchy edge and a crunchy underside. The eggs are ready now, fried and crusty. And then the white of the egg becomes this sort of silky layer, and then the yolk is just this oozy, buttery, perfect topping. A good chance of the halloumi. You get this beautiful cube of salty cheese. They grilled it just plain on the griddle, but it tastes like butter and somehow even bread. It tastes like you're eating a whole grilled cheese sandwich. The Lounza ham, it's like a Canadian bacon. It almost looks like Canadian bacon. You cook it like Canadian bacon, and it draws out all that salty, porky, smoky flavor. And what I do before I remove the eggs, I will add the bread in there. It's typically served with some kind of a cool salad. Oh, it's amazingly good. It's salt like you've never tasted. You want, you want more and more of it. You want more water, but like you want more of this stuff. It's delicious. It's surprising. It's addictive. There's sweetness and there's some bitterness going on and there's the cool vegetables and the crunch. You have to taste it. It's everything I want in my breakfast with salt. It is not jerky how the world thinks of jerky. It's like spicy, dried, salty brisket. And it's changed the way that I feel about jerky forever. The best salty snack that I could ever think of is the beef jerky at Chukre at the West Side Market in Cleveland, Ohio. This isn't your everyday jerky. This is a, a process of love. There's all kinds of jerkies there. There's turkey jerky, chicken jerky, beef jerky. But the one that I really love is that spicy beef jerky. It's got that salty goodness, a little bit of the chili, and big, thick cuts of jerky. For me, it's tradition. You go to the West Side Market, you go to Chukre, you get your spicy jerky, and then you do your shopping. People think jerky, they don't think moist, but this has some guts to it. The reason that the Chukre jerky tastes different is the process. They take the meat. This is a beef brisket. It's a very lean piece of meat. They season it. Our dry spices consist of hot cayenne pepper. We also add garlic to that and a couple other secret spices. They marinate it. They smoke it 50 pounds at a time over hickory chips. The hickory wood actually coats the meat in the smoking process, which is a natural preservative. We throw it in and cook it the same way as it did 100 years ago. I've never had jerky so thick and tender and full of flavor like I've had at Chukre. That's what sets theirs apart. It's like eating a steak, a jerky steak. If I close my eyes, I could smell it right now. I just, it is just beautiful. Break into it, and that's what I'm talking about. It's dry, but it's moist. This is beef jerky at a whole new level. When you eat the beef jerky at Chukre, it will change how you feel about jerky. And whenever anything changes how I feel about a certain dish, that makes it the best thing I ever ate. This is what jerky is supposed to be. It's juicy, it's tender, and it's layered with deep flavors. Salt, spices, smoke. It's almost like eating a meal. It's everything that you could ever want in a jerky. You want the best jerky anywhere you go to Chukre. When I have caviar, I'm the young man in the scene. I feel like I'm Poseidon's son. What? I'm here to work, bro. All right? Raise the roof, Holmes. Yeah.